my friends, it's Ariana Pinar here, and this is my show, The REP Podcast. I mentor people from all over the world, guiding them energetically and emotionally to create lives that they're in love with. I love blending Eastern and Western practices, methodologies, and teachings to holistically bring together two halves of the whole, because we aren't one without the other. We're both. And as such, it's really important that we honor, respect, and tend to both sides equally. In this time together, we'll cover all things physical, emotional, energetic, and spiritual health to bring light onto subjects that could do with a little reframing and support in areas that could do with a little, well, zhuzhing. I'm mostly interested in the art of active surrender and I'm deeply fascinated with the many facets of human behavior and how one affects the whole. Join me as we explore the many aspects of holographic living, animism, and what it means to truly live in joy. Let's get into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to an episode of the REP podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about overwhelm. I was leading a teleconference this morning with approximately 20 very interesting, diverse solo entrepreneurs. Uh, and this included consultants and coaches and people in the wellness and spiritual development communities. And the hot subject up for discussion was how overwhelmed, tired, burnt out, apathetic many of these people were. They were feeling this because they felt like there's too much to do and that they can't stop now. Now, these women, mostly women, are all working as solopreneurs, which is to say that they have perhaps people that are working with them as administrators or bookkeepers, but ultimately they're on this journey of business ownership on their own. And they just feel like they just cannot stop now. So I wanted to quickly have a chat with you about this because I myself have felt this throughout my own journey of owning a business. And I have found some reprieve in what I'm about to tell you. If this is you, I really hope that this can help you because it took for me burning out twice to get to the point where I found this new way of living and loving and working and serving in my business. So if you are someone who can't seem to quote unquote stop doing, then this episode's for you. To begin with, <laughs> I have yet to meet anyone who hasn't felt overwhelmed from time to time, since it tends to feel rather uncomfortable, unpleasant, um, kind of feeling that you want to move away from. We can tend to view it as negative and as, for want of a better word, a weakness, this feeling of being overwhelmed. And the issue that I see with overwhelm is that people don't want to admit that they're overwhelmed. They don't want to talk about it. And this in turn can leave you feeling isolated and alone, which further exacerbates the feeling. 
So we often deny that we're overwhelmed because we don't know how to stop the frenetic behavior that leads to this feeling. And so we do nothing. We either sit in fight, flight, freeze. Often we're in this feeling of being paralyzed. Or the opposite end of that scale is we just keep on doing and doing and doing and doing because we're running away from the feeling. And because we're not speaking about it, because we're not telling others in our life how we feel, we don't get the support that we need because we're not verbalizing what we need. We're not telling people how we're feeling. And so this just leads to more overworking. It's like a perpetual cycle. So why do we do this to ourselves? I have a couple of theories. Primarily, this syndrome, this is what I'm calling it, the syndrome occurs in our work life uh, and it can also occur in our home life as well, this feeling of being overwhelmed, having too much to do. Uh, you know, it, this can also apply to personal life, family life, etc. right? It, it frequently does, by the way. It's a combination of all these things together. Now, focusing on projects often begins with good intentions, but we can quickly and easily become overwhelmed if we don't have a plan to minimize and balance our work. As well, add to this the idea that there are too many projects going on at once. So we've got this goldfish syndrome where we see something, it's a shiny new object, we want it, we think it's going to bring us success, we must have it, we must do it, add it to the plate. And if you're someone who doesn't finish tasks or finds it difficult to finish tasks or projects, then you can see how this will lead to overwhelm because you're constantly starting new projects and never finishing the ones that you have already started. And so you've got a bunch of things that are never completed and therefore you're never progressing or you're not progressing forward because you're always in startup mode. I'll put my hand up for this one. I am not someone who generally likes completing things. It takes a lot of effort and focus and dedication to finish tasks and projects. I'm great at starting them, strategically coming up with visions, understanding the ins and the outs of how it's going to be delivered. But as it gets or nears the end of the project, as it gets to the part where I need to close off the project, tie the loose ends up, I find myself faltering. And it's at that time that I will quite naturally look for a new thing to start because I find endings quite challenging. I find the completion of things and the tying up of the loose ends, I find that quite challenging. And so I move away from it by starting a new project, starting something new. Now I know that I do that and I'm very conscientious, very diligent in choosing my projects or, and, and seeing them all the way through, seeing them all the way through. And this eliminates my overwhelm because I only have one thing going on at a time. And even if I have projects that overlap, I have strategically chosen them to be on my calendar or on my schedule, and I feel like I can manage it. And this naturally calms my nervous system. And of course, in these examples I'm giving, I'm speaking specifically to those of you who own a business or starting a business and feel the overwhelm within the many tasks that are required to do in business. It's always starting something 
and then seeing it through, seeing it through to eliminate the overwhelm. So you want to have a plan that minimizes and balances the work. And then if you're working with contractors, finalize the project so that the team, the people that you're working with, whether they be writing the copy for your website or designing the new sales brochure or page or completing a marketing plan, just make sure that they are all in the know, that they feel like they know what they're doing one by one, consultant by consultant, or if you're doing it on your own, that each task is being ticked off and finalized before you continue to the next. Because this is actually what's going to help you to move forward, to progress, and also to eliminate the overwhelm. And I know, like I said, it feels really uncomfortable to sit and work on a sales page for a week or even a day (laughs) in some instances. But completing it And putting that final full stop onto that page is really going to help you to feel like you're progressing to eliminate the overwhelm. Now, of course, I'm going to talk about your physical health as well when it comes to overwhelm, because the health of your physical body is just as, if not more important, a hundred times more important than the health of your business or your to-do list or your schedule. So it's really important that when you start to feel this uncomfortable, challenging feeling of being overwhelmed, that you turn the dial up on your self-care practices. And here's why. Extreme overwhelm can lead to stress, which suppresses the immune system, which ultimately will have you feeling ill, getting sick, or what it can also do is have you ignore the signs of what you need and when you need it. So maybe you don't eat consistently, maybe you don't drink enough water, maybe you're on a caffeine high. And what happens from this is that you ignore your body, you ignore your physical body and your physical needs, and this just spirals downwards. So turn the dial up on your healthcare practices, exercise more, spend more time meditating, Schedule bath time in your calendar. Make sure that you have done a really good grocery shop to include all of your greens, your supplements. Just take care of your body as a priority because it is. If you are unwell, if you do not have your health, you have nothing. You have nothing. So a stressful pattern, a feeling of overwhelm is telling you, is informing you to take care of yourself, to take care of your body. Besides the fact that exercising, moving your body, getting out into nature, taking a walk, taking some time out to contemplate or journal has such a calming effect on the brain and the nervous system, and it can help you to deal with stress and stress patterns more effectively and overall in a better way. So once you receive this message from your body, once you start to feel overwhelmed, or stressed. It's easy to identify the steps you need to take to shift out of that behavior if you have a plan in place. So for example, I'll give you an example of what I do. The moment I start to feel stressed or overwhelmed, I will up my 
healthcare regime. I will spend more time on my mat. I might schedule walks out in nature, which seems counterintuitive. It seems like, oh, I've got so much to do and I can't stop now. And there's all of these things on my to-do list and I'm never going to get them done. But I know that when I'm in a state of overwhelm and stress, what naturally happens is that I don't do my best work anyway. So I spend more time doing these things because it's not flowing easily. If I'm in a state of health, if I feel healthy and vibrant and vivacious, then I'm going to naturally complete these tasks in a flow state, which means that I'm giving my best work. I'm at my most creative. So I may set my alarm for early morning, go for a nice walk, cycle, maybe do a meditation, and then only get into work. The times when I'm feeling overwhelmed the most are the times when I have set times to work in. So I'll start work at 9am and finish work at 3pm, for example. And the rest of that time between uh, the mornings and the evenings or the late afternoons is when I'm doing my self-care. And that may not be your ritual. That may not be your time schedule. You can obviously change it up uh, according to your own life and whatever it is that's going on for you. But Just to give you an example of how when I'm stressed, I take more time for myself so that I am taking care of my physical health, my mental health, my emotional health, as well as the health of my business. So I've written down a couple of helpful strategies that I have gleaned from my personal experience and also from my work with coaching clients who are burnt out, who are growing cranky, frustrated, and even a little bit depressed, not in a clinical sense, but just in an emotional sense. Now, these strategies immediately diminish feelings of being overwhelmed. So you can refocus and make some time uh, to find that work-life balance and make decisions from a place of calm, centered groundedness, rather than being frantic and out of your body. So number one, stop what you're doing for a few minutes and take a break. You can either go for a short walk, sit outside under a tree, meditate, breathe deeply. Maybe you want to put a movie on. Call a friend, have a coffee, share what's going on for you. The idea here is that you're breaking the state of being overwhelmed. Number two, grab a piece of paper, start journaling. Maybe you want to journal about the things that you need to do in the week. Just get it all out of your body. Write it all down. Set a timer for 10 minutes and just journal to your heart's content. Maybe you want to journal about projects that you can delegate. Maybe you can journal about ways that you can widen your perspective and hire people or barter work that needs to be done. So your journaling practice doesn't only need to be about love and light. (laughs) It can be brainstorming. You can have a topic at the top of your sheet and set a timer for 10 minutes and just write everything that comes to mind about that particular topic and just have a look at it afterwards. Your subconscious will reveal to you what needs to be done. Number three, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. Unsubscribe to unnecessary emails, organize your desk and your office, decrease clutter, stop attending meetings that are irrelevant, Uh, take yourself off committees that 
are not serving. Decrease your volunteering at fundraisers unless you have a passion for the organization and the cause. Too often we do these things because we think we have to without realizing that it's those things that are actually causing us the overwhelm because we think we have to be everything to everyone. And remember, like this is really about you showing up as your best. So if you are stressed and overwhelmed going to these fundraising committees, you're just sharing that energy with everyone at that committee anyway. Now, there's a fine line between removing yourself completely from society because you're feeling overwhelmed and attending the things that you feel most passionate for and and about. And I'm going to leave that little fine line to you to decipher which side of the line you're on. Number four, please don't spend time with people that you don't like. (laughs) Assess your friendships and your acquaintances. Notice, do these people support you? Do they honor you? Do they show up with negative energy? Do they share your vision for your dreams? So people who don't align with the future version of you, and I've done a podcast on what is the best future version of you, which I'll link up in the show notes as well. Don't share another minute with them because you sleep with dogs, you're going to get fleas. And I'm not calling those people dogs. That's just a saying. (laughs) Okay, number five, decide what's most important to you in your life. If you want a balanced life, you're going to have to make changes to allow this to happen. This is going to take time. So, Gather up your patience, (laughs) breathe into it, take some time to plan it, but I promise you it will be the most uh, well worth investment that you ever make in your life. Decide what you want, decide what's important, and then do that. Yeah. Number six, take action steps to make these changes. Call a friend who will support you. Join a mastermind that is filled with like-minded individuals. Find a coach that you can speak with about this. I have found so much solace in having my own coach. It has been a game changer for me, you know, uh, just speaking about these things, workshopping it with someone who is on my wavelength so that I can make these changes in my life. And then I get organized right? I find the support and then I get organized and I find the motivation and the inspiration within to have a more balanced life. All right, my friends, I really hope that these six very simple yet profoundly powerful changes will support you in creating the life that you want without the overwhelm, without these feelings of stress and anxiety that quite often can be negated, that can be moved through with grace and ease. Until next time, bye for now. I'm working on something really exciting. I'll keep you informed once I finalized some of the groovy details, but here's the thing, I'm going to launch it only to my list and you'll have a special opportunity to work with me at a much more generous rate than when I go public with it. It's basically my life's work, so no biggie. And I'll keep you up to date as I go. 
So to make sure that you're in the know, please jump on my list. There's a link in the show notes, or you can head on over to my website, ariana.com.au. I can't wait to see you, be with you, hang out with you on the next episode. Bye for now.